The views and opinions of this podcast are of those of the host, guests, and that's it. Views do not reflect family members, employment, or anything else. The main cast podcast is an area where everyone can be themselves, honestly and truthfully. And we are also striving to make a space that is safe for anyone, anyone, despite whatever sex, gender, age, or ability may be, the main cast podcast is a safe place for everyone to come, listen, laugh, enjoy, and share. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, or whatever you identify as, you have hit play on one of the world's best podcasts. Professor Christopher presents the main cast, or if you want to keep it short, you can just call it the main cast, whichever one you want to do. Thank you for 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 joining me. On another adventure, you know, there's no telling what the weeks are going to bring as far as these epilectures are are concerned. Could be male-female relations, could be a conspiracy, could be something that I just brainstormed about while I was sitting on the toilet. You never know, but your, your, your interests in these topics, no matter what they are, is greatly appreciated. Now, of course, if you're new here, I would suggest that you give this epilecture a try or maybe one of the past ones. Maybe pursuing fat women. Maybe give that one a try. Or maybe it's okay to say I ain't got it. You know, that was a that was a real good one when it first came out. You know, whatever past epilecture that you want to select, and listen to and enjoy you do that and at the end if you could you know if you like it and you want to stay around for future epilectures and updates about things that, that that we got going on here the main cast enterprises hit that follow hit the subscribe button you know leave me a rating you know write something out you know it usually takes somewhere around 24 hours to populate within the database. But regardless of what you do, or what rating you leave, or what words you leave, I am forever grateful. Share this with your friends. Share, share it on a road trip. You know, it's the summertime. Summertime allegedly is one of the best times to produce a podcast. Because what are people doing? They're on the road for hours and hours. And they might not necessarily want to listen to music. They don't. They damn sure as well don't want to play any games. So what are they going to do? They're going to potentially listen to a podcast. It's a good time to catch up on your podcast. So, you know, take me on the road with you. My podcast has been in more areas than I've actually been in. So that's pretty cool, you know. Uh, I heard that quote from 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 a guy who who 
a, a voice actor. And I didn't understand what he meant until now. So so shout out to 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 that guy. If he, if he ever hears it, of course. But just give me a brief pause and we are going to jump on in into the into the theory that I got cooking for you. Again, thank you. Now, there's a, there's a theory that can explain pretty much all of the happenings in the world, in our society. And depending on where you get your information from, they'll tell you that we are currently living in the least racist era of the United States. And if you listen to the words that were said, they they are saying that, hey, there's still some racism out there. But right now, what we're living in is the least racist time that you're ever going to live in right now. And, and apparently that jumps from day to day, right? So there is this thing. I call it the apprehension theory. It's basically when... Is the difference between when an African-American is apprehended by the police and everybody else. Now, this is not new. But the explanation isn't really just out there like that. Like, why is it that one set of apprehensions or why why does one arrest seem to go way differently than the others, right? And of course there's a theory that explains it. So just follow along here and hopefully you'll put the dots together and you'll be like, oh wow. Okay, that's not cool. How do we fix it? Well, I tell you right now, it's not really up to us to fix. But, you know, we'll we'll get to those suggestions in a minute. So, when an African-American is apprehended by the law, you know, there's a whole spill of things that could potentially go wrong. It'd be just for a traffic stop. It could be just for the the mere fact that your taillight is currently out. You may have a short in it or something like that. It was on when you left the house. You hit one of these good potholes. And now, you know, you got a little short. Your 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 windows are tinted, right? And that is cause for 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 them to want to pull you over to monitor the situation, right? And then when they do, something just goes amazingly wrong. Amazingly wrong. See George Floyd, right? Amazingly wrong. And then you see something like one of these mass shootings. A guy shot up a church, shot up a school, shot up a movie theater, and he's brought to justice without a scratch 
They even potentially fed him before they took him to the jail for questioning, the jailhouse for questioning, right? So what's the difference? It's not just the race that's the difference. It's not just the race, right? It is the perceived behavior of said race during that apprehension time, right? Cause you, you about to go you, the law is the law is staring you down. And it's time for you to take that ride downtown or wherever the, the, the jail facility is for booking. There is a belief that white criminals are easier to bring in than African-American and minority criminals. Off the top, police feel like if there is a white criminal and they are a white cop, then they have something potentially in common. It's not, it's not the whiteness, though. That, that's not their commonality. The, com, the believed commonality between them two is background. They say innately that a white officer and a white criminal may be able to relate because they have a two-parent home. They may have come from a two-parent home. They may have come from awkward situations. And it may be potentially easier for them to stand on some kind of common ground. There's also the belief that the Caucasian criminal is smarter than the the minority criminal. They know when enough is enough. So they turn themselves in without, without issue. No struggle. And then you get to the minority criminal. Especially the African-American one. There is a perceived amount of aggression from the word go. As soon as they hit the lights and they realize that you are African-American, everything changes. The tone of the voice. The demanding. Everything changes. You're not given the decency of the doubt or anything of that nature is all aggress aggressiveness or or some kind of attitude from the word go. And depending on your relationship with the police, this can either be a trigger or it could key in that fight fight or flight that that each and every last one of us are built into our endocrine system, right? You either gonna fight or you gonna run. And it's all because of how they came to you instead of how you came to them. And we've seen time and time again, you get tackled by two, three police officers and they're pulling you in two, three directions. You're not in control of your body, right? So now what are they yelling? Stop resisting. Stop resisting. But you guys are pulling me. I've I've completely let go of my body. 
But now I'm the one who's resisting. It's three of you guys. And you pulling me in three different directions. I have no choice. But for my body to move. Right. So it's things of that nature. That create. An environment of. Uh oh. I'm screwed. As soon as you see those lights flash. But yet, as we see over and over again, weird things happen during minorities being arrested. And it would appear that the normal things happen when white people are arrested. And, and as minorities, we wonder, well, well, damn, how how is it that You guys are able to do bang up police work when a guy has just shot and killed 30 people. But all of the police protocols go into the gutter when you're pulling over someone for a traffic stop. And then again, of course, here's the theories. When a guy shoots and kills 90 people in a row and turns himself in without killing himself. Police work is by the book at this point. Because now this person is going to see their day in the justice system. And in order to get this person there, they cannot abuse this person. They can't starve him out. They can't stomp them out. Because at that point, it would probably take like the, the 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 worst defense attorney in the world to not turn to turn that from a guy who just killed ninety people into a well. See, look, he was abused here just like he's been abused all his life. Could you blame him for for thinking the way that he thinks or behaving? antisocial as he does when people see them when people see him all they want to do is attack him so prevent that from happening and prevent a potential shitstorm of PR issues at that point in time police work is pristine the world is watching but when they pull a minority over for a traffic ticket nobody's watching I might even turn my body cam off I'm gonna do what I wanna do cause again I just saw that this person is a minority this this is a black person And, and, and the windows are tinted beyond belief so I'm going to test those tenant windows. Oh, they passed. These windows are within legal parameters. But I ain't pulling them over for nothing. They leaving here with something. Oh, what's this? Looks like you got an old parking ticket. Or something weird. They just pull up something weird. Could be... A- could be yours or could be uh, an issue of poor clerical work. Something that you know that you handled. 
something that you have the receipt for that you handled. And now they're trying to take you downtown. You don't understand why, because you did what you were supposed to do. And you know that going downtown and doing this kind of thing is a potential nightmare for you and your family, potentially your employer, all kinds of stuff, right? And then that's when the weird stuff happens. Or, you know, in the case of, was the guy's name, Philando? And, and I think it was like in Minnesota or something like that. You know, he's reaching to say, hey, I got a license to carry this, carry, you know, license to conceal this weapon. Let me reach forward and get it. And then what happens? Bang. He gets shot. Doing what he's supposed to do because, again, there is an innate belief that the African-American or the minority criminal is aggressive from the word go. All of them, not just not just a small percentage, each and every last person that they pull over that is a minority could potentially be a monster. Just look at how they described Mike Brown when they when 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 he had his situation. Apparently, this young brother had some kind of innate ability to where he was getting shot and he was still able to to move forward despite being shot. And the only way to stop him was to put one in his head. It was the only way. It's kind of odd, right? How they describe all of a sudden, you know, we got superpowers. All of a sudden, we are just, we're, we're the the legion of doom when it comes down to, to criminality and, and things of that nature. The optics are very, very iffy when it comes down to being apprehended by the law. And then it's just that on that. I mean, why don't, we necessarily deserve to have our cases being seen as handled with 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 kid gloves as these mass shooters. You know, I'm pretty sure somewhere out there that there is pristine cop work being done. I mean, it's just really more or less the law of averages, right? Or something like that. Like, they, of course, or even if you were to put it in like a bell curve, you have those outliers, of course, who are doing really poorly or really great. And then you have the the, the status quo in the middle right there. They may be fucking it up or they may not be. Who knows, right? And, of course, the good cops are not going to take well, the good situations are not going to be first page news or anything like that. The situations where people are using illegal chokeholds, that, that's going to be first page news. I mean, we understand, you know, you got a family and you got to make it home and things of that nature. However, they're supposed to be training you in the art of diffusing issues and being able to to do what needs to be done without having to use lethal force. 
And if it goes there, it goes there. I mean, that from the outside looking in, that's what it looks like you guys are supposed to be doing. That's why a lot of people were talking about defund the police. They weren't necessarily saying put less police on the streets, but they were calling the training regiments of police to be you know, investigated. You're putting a lot of money into training your officers to do the best that they can as far as these these apprehension, uh, these these situations are concerned, and it appears that they are ignoring all of the training protocols, which would means if your if your training is not adequate for police to be on the streets, then maybe you're spending too much, you're wasting money on training where it could potentially be aimed somewhere else, maybe salaries. That's what defund the police originally meant. Now, if you believe in that or not, that's on you. But the language of the narrative apparently got lost. Lost in translation. Just like everything else. But leave it to me to be able to tell you, hey, this is where we were at. This is where we're supposed to be focusing. But we got away from it somehow. And maybe we need to find our way back, right? But just to reiterate, there is a theory that minority criminals are treated way worse. Way worse than criminals of the Caucasian persuasion. And even if there, even if the minority wasn't actively being a criminal, let's just say there was a, a, a well-being call for someone who was actively in mental, a mental health crisis. And they were of minority. You know, they, they, they were just a minority, right? From the go, the, the the behavior displayed by that minority person who is having a mental health catastrophe at that point in time is the same as what they would perceive a normal criminal would would would, would do. One of the first things that mental health patients do grab, they grab weapons, they grab whatever it is that they feel like they need to do in order to keep themselves safe. They don't have the privilege of, of logic at that point in time. They are having a mental health crisis. They may not be as medicated as they should be, or it may, it may just be one of those days, right? Where nothing is going right. And despite them still being medicated and despite them having uh, as much therapy as they can stomach, they they still have their days. And they are also shot down. And they are also killed by police as well. Most don't even have a criminal record. They have no history of criminology or anything. But they suffer the fate as, you know, 
a George Floyd or or Philando Castro or 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 whoever it is that may have been unjustly harmed by law enforcement. Sandra Bland, you know, think people like that. And I think the only thing that would potentially help is if we saw more cases where, you know, even if, you know, like, like what's, what's the thing that, that, that we may be, be punished for? Maybe let's just say something were to happen, uh, domestic assault or something like that, or, or. Or potentially if a person just, you know, they just had a bad day and they were destroying property or something like that. We like to see more cases handled properly than improperly. And if you have to go to that extreme measure, then we will hope that you had the justification to do so. A person trying to reach for their wallet isn't justification. You know, 87 different cops pulling you in, in one direction isn't necessarily a reason. Just being apprehended for, for, for what you perceive to be no reason isn't a reason to be shot. Like how am I supposed to know that you was actually an officer, you know? We're not making excuses for criminal behavior. But what we want to see is an equal chance to at least to at least be able to serve, to, you know, to get your, your, your just due in the justice system. And, and we're, we're complaining about that. We're complaining about that just to also get railroaded in the justice system as well. But that's a different topic for a different day. In all, there is a difference. The people see it. It's easily identified. But now there's a reasoning behind it. The innate ideology between the difference of the white criminal and the minority criminal. Now, it may not explain why, you know, black cops may not understand their, 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 well, well, they may not understand, you know, their, their black counterparts who are partaking in crime. But if they are not the officer that approached, then of course you know there there's not going to be that that moment where you could be like well well hold on man I've talked to this guy we got we got a rapport going just calm down just relax I got it if I need backup I will let you know like we don't have that because the the first cop that approaches has built this situation and escalated it to a point. So where there's there's no need for conversations anymore, because what's perceived is now action, is action time, is go time. And in the case of a lot of people, 
who even if they did wrong, they deserved their day in court. They didn't see it because at that point in time, law enforcement became judge, jury, and executioner. Thank you for listening to the Main Cast Podcast. One of Good Pod's favorite podcasts. Hopefully, it's one of your new favorites as well. Now, remember, please, please, please give this podcast your subscription. Please give this podcast a rating. Please give this podcast comments. The more activity that you guys do, the better it is for this podcast to potentially move up in algorithms and potentially be listed on your favorite avenues such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeart, and more. Again, I would like to thank you all for listening to this podcast and have a good rest of your day.